0: 90% of life is showing up. And when you show up, That's you true. do, it, it rejiggers your day. I mean, we, I think we collectively believe in what we're doing, which is that lunch makes you happy.
1: Welcome to Lunch with Shelly, the podcast featuring conversations with colleagues, friends, family, business leaders. At lunch, here's Shelly.
0: Claude, this is so fun to just have lunch with you. There's no pressure. It's just relaxing you, me, and lunch. Yeah,
1: well, it always seems as if there's no pressure because it's so natural. Of course. Exactly. And one thing that struck me is that, you know, we've never really done a meet the host kind of episode of people <laughs> to learn a little more about you because we always talk about the And your the producer. Friends. Well, yeah, and me. Yeah. But we've, we've never really had, like, an episode where people have gotten to know you. They've gotten to know your friends. Right. Uh, and you know some fascinating people. And Correct. I think I said this, like, almost after every episode... The more of your friend group I'm exposed to, the more, number one, I think you know some amazing people. Yeah. But I'm fascinated by just, like, the path <laughs> and the
0: windy road of, like,
1: Shelly's, you know, personal life and, and business oh life my goodness. and love for lunch and all these Windy is a very good description. I'm thinking about Chrissy. I'm thinking about Neil. You yeah. know. all of our, all of our friends. Karen, you Kerrigan, know, I just oh saw gosh. her yesterday. Jean Carr, the like Jean. And so yep. let's talk a little bit about you, but before we get to you. Uh, we are at Kathy Milano. We are. You're always here. Yes. Um, and actually came here um, a, a couple of times since doing the podcast without you, just <gasps> with a friend or two.
0: I didn't know that.
1: And when I walk in, yeah. everyone who knows me from the podcast oh, good. oh God,
0: how's Shelly? That's like, awesome. Everybody I'm so happy you. to yeah, hear yeah. that. Well, That's I'm great. happy
1: because now they know my face. Right. So when I get in and, and, yeah. and, and people who are with me uh, will think that I'm someone. Because well, of, you because are. <laughs> I don't know if everyone has heard the story about how you and I met. <gasps> and I the, love that the story. The process behind, you know, you changed the my life. Podcast. Well, thank you. <laughs> I've never been <laughs> You a life did.
0: Changer, you have. We
1: know Jean Card. We talked about her in, in the Jean Card episode. In the I was working yeah. with her on a, on a podcast, and you had this whole idea to do a show. She talks to you. You reach out to me. Talk about that first conversation that we had. Okay. Because it was all over the place.
0: Well, you know what happened was I had this idea and it was actually right in the the tail end of normalcy in the beginning of COVID. And I've always described Lunch with Shelly as somewhat Seinfeldian because it's really about nothing, right. you know, because these authentic conversations can go anywhere. But my original idea was sort of more Kramer esque because I was going to do a coffee table book about lunch. Are you, and actually, are you a Seinfeld fan? I love Seinfeld. Okay, me okay, I mean, I, I I stopped watching it and now I have rewatched it so, again. Yeah, but at yeah. the time, it mm-hmm. was you no, know it's, like it's, amazing, yeah. right? Okay, and I love those stories about how planes. Remember when there used to be only one TV on a plane? <laughs> and there's this story about how the plane had you know was showing Seinfeld and like it was actually rocking. People were laughing so hard. But anyway. I was thinking of doing a coffee table book about lunch and actually making it like a tray. Like you could actually eat your lunch on your lunch book tray or something. Mm -hmm. And so I was working with Jean because I wanted her... I I mean, writing a book is so... not concerning, but, you know, it, it it's scary. And Jean's an excellent writer. It, precisely. Yeah. And so she and I were at Morton's, and we were talking about it, and Jean's like, well, you should do this, this, and this, and this is why. And it just became too Herculean. Right. So then I was like, oh, the hell, that a podcast would be much easier, right. which is so ridiculous. But I also thought that a podcast would be, obviously, interactional mm-hmm. and much more indicative of what we want to do. Sure. So I thought, oh, I'll do a podcast which is interactional and it will be much more fun anyway because what I was trying to showcase was lunch and authenticity and conversation, blah, blah, blah. So I talked about that for a while. finally got so sick of talking about it, I woke up one morning and I was like, oh, my God. I just have to make this. I have to get it done. And so I called Jean and she said, well, I'll hook you up with my friend Claude, Mm -hmm. who's a producer. Why don't you just call him and see what you think? I mean, even Jean wasn't terribly convinced, but she was like, you know what? Call Claude. (laughs) See what what he thinks. And when I called you, you immediately got it. Mm -hmm. You were so incredible. I mean, so gracious, so welcoming, so kind and, and, and approachable as you continue to be. And I was... I was just on such a high, and that's how it began.
1: It was the fact that, um, you know, I like thinkers and dreamers and people who think outside the box and think big and want to step out and try something. Yeah. And so the fact that you were like, here's an idea. I don't, I don't, and I love the fact that. I love working with people who don't have it all figured out. Right. We can can go on a journey together. And and you said, said, I don't know what it's going to be. I don't know what it's going to sound like. But essentially, here's the thought process. Here's the idea. And I love that because so many times we look at something that's already finished or something that has already, for lack of a better term, blown up. And we think that they had it all figured out when they started. right? And that's not the case. I was into a business podcast and someone said, uh, one of the guests said, you know, you look at people in boardrooms and you think that they've got it all figured out as they're doing it. And no, there are some people who are fine with we want to approach this. We're going to do it. We're going to try it. Even if we don't know what it's going to be, I'm figuring it out still, and there are those who are scared, and they won't even try it. Right. I'm like, man, let's try it. Let's go for it. Let's well, do it. Well,
0: you know, Jean described you as being very entrepreneurial, mm-hmm. and your wife also being that way, but I was so gratified and shocked at your willingness to try something, but I mean, it really explains a lot because it's exactly your personification. I mean... Sure, and yeah. And still, to this day, so we've known each other for almost a year. Almost. I still find out stuff that you're doing. Right. I mean, <laughs> right, you're, right, right. you have these golf shows, mm-hmm. you're DJing, yeah, yeah, you're yeah. clearly yeah. doing a lot of sports stuff. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, the last conversation we had about this AM, FM stuff that we were having conversations yeah. about, yeah. you mentioned two shows that I didn't even yeah. know you were right, working
1: right, right. on. Well, Thank one, you. Two, um, you know, New York to work the U.S. Open Tennis. Right. And, you know, and things like thank that. You. I'm just, I'm, I'm a big yes to any and everything. Yes, sir. Thank you. One of the great things about the shows, number one, uh, is uh, the restaurants that we get to go to, the people at these restaurants who know you, but I think also your friends. You know a lot of different people in, right. in a wide range of fields with all kinds of, backgrounds and things like that, is there any way you can walk us through Shelly's journey through career, to friends, to this, to that given what you've experienced?
0: Well, it's a lovely question and I don't know how in the world I could answer it. I mean, I think, you know, again per the guest that we had most recently I think, I guess it's a lot about showing up. I mean, I came to D.C. in my early 20s, right out of college, and so I've been here for a really long time, and I was extraordinarily social, as we all were, as you know, most 20-somethings are, so I met a lot of people in that instance, and um, I guess the variation of people, I mean, a lot of the people that I met initially were political, but if you're in town enough... When you go to enough parties, you know, there, everything touches on things. I mean, in some ways, you get to know the diplomatic crowd because that's sort of tangential to the political crowd. And then, obviously, we're at Cafe Milano, and so Cafe Milano has somewhat of a Washington-life, Washingtonian crowd. And if you're friendly, you sort of get to meet those people. Or I don't know. I, I think it's, it's a lot about showing up. It's a lot about living here for a while. And I think what I'm actually proud of as far as the restaurants are concerned, or wherever you and I go, is that I'm clearly not the wealthiest, the prettiest, the you know funniest, or whatever, I mean the S, but I do always try and be nice. And I think that that makes a huge mm-hmm. difference. You know, like people will say, oh, but she she's so nice, or she's right. smiling, <laughs> or she asks politely. Mm-hmm. And I think that that has had an effect on particularly when you and I go to restaurants. That's sure. the thing, because... Clearly, I'm not the wealthiest person walking in. (laughs) Or the most powerful, I should say.
1: You do frequent the tiny jewel box.
0: (laughs) Well, a little bit more in (laughs) the older days. I went um, after our episode with Matt, Uh because I really wanted to see Matt, and I wanted to show up for the sale. But oh, I didn't right. buy that was right anything. Before Mother's Day, right? yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: But you know, as we discussed, they didn't have stuff. They just have like actually sort of expensive stuff. <laughs> and there was a pair of earrings that they had advertised mm-hmm. that I really liked, and I knew because this happens all the time. I should have gone earlier because if you wait too long and I went to the tail end, they Mm -hmm. were already purchased. Okay. But he's getting more in the fall, which is when my birthday is. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking about it as my own personal gift. I'm already thinking about what to get myself
1: (laughs) as a birthday gift. You don't have an issue, um, you know, talking about or explaining... Some of your favorite personal indulgences, <laughs> from whether it's hanging out in Manhattan and going to certain restaurants right. or visiting the, the tiny jewel box. So with some of the interviews we've done, what's been harder for you to interview like your dad and son, family members who are close yes. to you, or you know, business leaders who have become friends? What have, what's been...
0: My what's father fun? and my son okay. were the ones that gave me the greatest heart palpitations, <laughs> and they're the ones that you... I mean, Claude, I, I just... I really want to take a moment, and I say this to you and for whoever is listening, I write Claude these love texts, appropriate love texts and emails. But I try to express my gratitude sincerely because I am sincerely grateful to you for the conversation that we had about the way you received my first phone call Mm -hmm. to. The extraordinary amount of time I know you took editing my father's podcast. Oh, sure. I'm and right. the amount of time that you took editing Sam's podcast. I mean, it's all so important to me, and I'm so incredibly grateful to you. So I appreciate it very much. You're listening to
1: Lunch with Shelly.
0: You and I, we're always in touch. But when we're not together, and I, you know, as I mentioned, I realize that you have like nine, ten, fifteen other gigs going on that I couldn't even keep uh, together in my head. But, like, what is your day like? That's what I'm so curious about. I know you (laughs) wake up so early, but I can never decide, like, is it better to text or to email you? Or am I texting or emailing you when you're, like, absolutely crazy doing a five-hour stint? Or are you... Driving or tell me more about your day-to-day oh, life.
1: So my day begins with an alarm clock that goes off at 3.30 a.m. Are every you kidding? Morning. Oh, no. no, no, no 3.30? No. I wish I was thought kidding. you were going to say 4.30. 3.30. Okay. Every morning. And I'm usually up and off of bed by a quarter to four and just aware of what day it is and what I've got to right. do and things like that. I'm out the house. Wait till you get
0: older, and then they'll be like, what day is
1: this? (laughs) And then I'm usually aware of what's going on and and out the house by 4.30. I've got morning radio Monday through Friday for the most part until 9 o'clock. And then the rest of the day Wait, so
0: hold on a second. So you arrive at the studio at what time? uh, Quarter to five. And you're doing from quarter to five until nine o'clock. Until nine
1: o'clock, yeah.
0: You're in a studio.
1: Correct. Okay. And then afterwards, there may be a few meetings for that same station, uh, uh, radio network. And then uh, the rest of the day is... As planned by me the day before. Um, And so it varies. It can be free until 6 p.m. It can be free until 3 and then 6. We could
0: have lunch. We could have lunch. Right. Right, Exactly.
1: And so a lot of it is free until then. So while it's extremely busy, it's also extremely flexible. One thing that I've I've tried to do that I've gotten away from, and it shows in certain deadlines that I have to extend, is that I, I usually never take any new assignment or deadline for the same or the next day. Like usually so if it's Monday someone reaches out, hey I've got something I need to edit edited. Can you do it today or tomorrow? Normally it's like no I can't. If it's Monday no, I can do it Wednesday. Right. Because I I gotta leave a day buffer because right. I've got stuff that's already planned. Because right. something about I know it, that's what you structured. say that to me yeah, too, yeah. There's something about it not being structured that makes it feel like the next day is free, even though it's not. Um And so... uh, I so
0: know what you mean. Oh, of course you do. Yeah,
1: we Angel Enterprises. Of course
0: you do. Well, no, but Angel or even the podcast or whatever, like, I think we were talking about this with um, Susie, but you know how thinking feels so inactive that, (laughs) that you know, it should be part of the structure of your day. And actually it is. I mean, there are things that I need to be doing for this t-shirt endeavor that I'm starting. And... They seem so passive that I keep putting it off. And so I feel like my afternoon is freer than it actually is. So you're very smart. It's not free. It's just that you're either doing, you're getting something done or then you're like, oh God, now I have to do it tomorrow because I should have done it today. Right,
1: exactly. You're listening to Lunch with (laughs) Shelly.
0: So here's a totally random question. So I told you I'm going to go visit my dad and I really want to take him to the movies and I can't tell if my mother's going to be terribly neurotic you know like too many people are going to be in there or something (laughs) so are you going to the movies anytime soon and Mission Impossible is already out I guess maybe we'll edit this because we're dating it but Barbie or Oppenheimer that's the big thing oh Oppenheimer easy (laughs) oh really yeah yeah but would you even could you take Manny to Barbie or like what is it R rated I think it's PG-13
1: and so I couldn't even take Manny to Barbie. But I did take you him could. to... You could. You don't take
0: him to PG-13? Uh,
1: I mean, PG-13... Depends on what it it's is. It's a range. Yeah. yeah. But I also will have him at home, and he'll watch The Office and, and Practical yeah. Jokers. Right. And so he gets that stuff. But, right. But, uh, we did take him recently to see, uh, see... About recently, I mean the last two or three months, to see Mario Brothers. Was it great? I thought so. I thought it was... Thank you. Thank you was, so much. I thought it was great. Cheers. Um, cheers. I thought it was wonderful. And... um It's funny because that had been... I think that was the first time I went to the movies since the pandemic. I thought I was fine without going to the movies. Like, I don't really care about the movies anymore. Oh, the pandemic, yeah. I'm cool with just ordering at home. I didn't realize how much I missed the movies until I went back to it. And then going back... And again, even though it was a kid movie, Mario Brothers, I took my son and his best friend... And they're laughing and goofing around, and I'm sitting there just enjoying being back the in a the dark theater, big yeah. screen, right? People dressed Audio. up as Mario and Luigi to come oh, watch really? it. We're laughing, you know. You get your and I remember traditions. We would get
0: popcorn, popcorn. right? We'd, We'd get
1: nachos, oh, okay. with double
0: cheese. Oh, okay. And
1: then the, you know, I'm not right. like doing a whole lot of um, sweet drinks, although except for like my wine and my rum cokes. Other than that, I don't do like any sugar and coffee, you no. Know? But getting a vanilla coke.
0: All these things. A vanilla coat. Yeah, I was
1: like, okay. That sounds delicious.
0: Right. This is what I did. I was in McDonald's going to Wilkesbury with Sam, and I got a Happy Meal, which I was terribly excited about. But it was what? I want
1: to interrupt you. Yeah. So for someone, No we love black salt, we love Milano, any of us strict restaurants. Right. But when you're going to
0: McDonald's (laughs) on your way to
1: Wilkesbury, what do you order?
0: Well, the reason why Sam and I have so many traditions, you know, as we discussed on the podcast, but so Wilkes-Barre is a three and a half to four hour drive. And the midway point is just our tradition. We go to this one shopping center, and the shopping center we would go to the McDonald's for Sam, you know, mm-hmm. chicken nuggets until he graduated, which he really never graduated from chicken nuggets. <laughs> but I would go to the ladies' room, and then I would get a quarter pounder with cheese.
1: Nice. Yeah.
0: But um, and then we discover, and then we'd also go to the dollar store mm-hmm. and buy like cookie tins for Christmas course, yeah. and super cheap wrapping paper and like. <laughs> Oh, my God. Sam and I, would go crazy. We loved the dollar store. And then a Subway moved in. And we were both sort of of age where we were like, mm, Let's do something better We should then. probably eat the Subway <laughs> instead Let's of do the dollar store. This, yeah. But the McDonald's is still so traditional. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, but I'm telling you this story because... I go to McDonald's, I get my Happy Meal, which is 400 calories less than the Quarter Pounder. Mm -hmm. I'm sure everybody Mm -hmm. knows that, but isn't it a drag that it's, (laughs) like, now listed on the thing? Yeah. So, um... And
1: also probably $12 at this point.
0: Oh, well, it's so interesting that you said that because I can't remember if my meal was $4 or $6, but I was like, yeah, you know, that's a good deal, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, But anyway, I go to the fountain, and I was like, first I was like, Oh, Dr. Pepper, because I love Dr. Pepper, but it wasn't Diet Dr. Pepper. So I took, like, a little squirt of it, sipped it, and then, of course, put my cup back, right? Which I guess everybody does. Then I saw root beer. And I was like, oh, my God, I haven't had root beer it's in so, so long. long. Yeah, so yeah. I did a little squirt of root beer and drank it. But it wasn't A&W it was awesome. root beer and also not diet. So sure. then in the end, I reverted to Diet Coke. But, of like, I was that horrible person that's like, you know, well, like that you could. Isn't keep. there something about
1: summer road trips that's kind of like what it's about? You know what I mean? Like it's part of what you do. To I guess the so. Diet, but that's probably
0: the bane of McDonald's is that people, oh, like, yeah. just keep eating, oh, you know, oh, tasting sure. it, tasting oh, yeah. it. Oh yeah. oh, yeah, 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 and yeah. Sam used to, like, do these crazy mixes, you know, because pounds are like orange soda plus something plus mm-hmm. something. But then if he hated it, you just dump it yeah, and start I, it you're, again, you're, which is, like, the worst thing you could oh, do. do right. Same. So
1: right out of high school, I worked at McDonald's uh, in <laughs> Prince George's Plaza in okay. Hyattsville, Maryland. Right. And forget the soda mixes, what I would do for lunch, because lunch was free, I would do burger mixes. So I, I would make a Big Mac, but with quarter pounder meat. Wait, I don't understand. You worked
0: pound. at a McDonald's. Oh,
1: for sure. Okay. I oh, never yeah. knew that. Oh, yeah. Right out okay. of high school, yeah. And so I would make a, like I said, a Big Mac, but would use a quarter pound of it. So like a Big Mac What's quarter What's difference? Pound. Well, the Big Mac patties are similar to the hamburger cheeseburger patties. They're extremely thin. The quarter pound of oh, patties are that. Oh, okay. Uh, and so I would use that. But I like the Big Mac because it was together, the bun in between. Oh, you and like and the bun in between? Yeah, well, because
0: you're very thin. Right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, I used to be. <laughs> okay. now I'm thin, but and the not butt
0: fair. in between is like I right. mean do they still do the butt in between? Oh, yeah yeah yeah, yeah in the world wants a bunny <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, like, yeah, well so now bread. that we are all so <laughs> carb oriented right?
0: <laughs> right, <laughs> okay, right right okay so go ahead so,
1: no that, that would be what I would do so so me and a few other people during lunch break we would try to come up with different combinations oh. of sandwiches either it was a Big Mac we do a Big Mac with the regular patty at the bottom and then a chicken patty at the top or, <gasps> are you uh, kidding oh no, no no chicken patty at the bottom and chicken nuggets at the top the oh my Big gosh yeah, it was horrible I mean, think about it. When I was younger, I mean, <laughs> I would go to Starbucks and get one of those breakfast sandwiches. Right. Bacon, egg, cheese, and sausage. Right. Um, all on one sandwich. And I, I could feel my heart starting to beat be... Baloney. No, 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 no. How old were you? I mean, now I can oh, think about well, that. Oh, wow, yeah, but right, But back right. then, I was maybe 22 or something. Oh,
0: right. I you you felt like got my first job a... at a
1: news station, yeah. you know, Washington Post radio and... And uh, there was Starbucks around the corner, and so yeah, I'm going to get. It. And it was just, I mean, now thinking about it, it's like, why would you do that? I'm, I'm still. Why creating, would you create that yeah, thing? I'm still thinking about the implications ten years from now. Oh my god! You know, when I'm well into my 50s. Oh, like, you're is this, fine. What is this going to mean? You know for
0: me? what? The crazy thing is, I think when I think about things like that, the things that really I think are going to get you, yeah. or me, or any of us, is. The aerosol, aerosol. like uh, your deodorant, or, you know, like the Cascade, <laughs> right, right, right. or like Sweet and Low, yeah, or like, Aspartame, it, yeah. yeah. Like, it's not going to be the McDonald's right. stuff, It's going, <laughs> or, you know, the Starbucks mm-hmm. stuff.
1: You're listening to Lunch with Shelly.
0: I think the notion of self-care is a really interesting notion. Right. And people who are either going through trauma or drama or whatever— Everyone subscribes to self care as being something rather perfunctory, and I think I've used that word already this podcast, but you know, like rather overly simplistic, like get a massage, get a pedicure, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. But what I find really interesting about self care, which is people have been prescribing to me, particularly over the last several months that I've gone through, is, you know, they keep saying this stuff, and what I've realized is that self care is completely different. For, other, for everybody, and you oh, just have sure. to figure out what yep. your self-care is. Yep. So yep. my self-care is like watching a, a drama or like some crazy television show oh, yeah. in the middle of the day and when watch. I should be working, yeah. you know, and yeah, I should yeah, be doing yeah, something yeah. like yeah. that to me is like some version of luxury. And I tell you this whole story because juicing, for me, is a small form of self-care. It's like it's like I create a mini spa for myself where I'll juice for three days and I've decided that I allow myself to cheat now, so I'll add almonds or kale chips or something like that. Right. But, you know, no alcohol. I'll be really good to myself. I'll sort of move slowly. I'll, you know what I mean? But that, to me, is self-care. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm about ready to yeah. juice. <laughs> to me, get out, play golf. Right. And do whatever makes you feel good. Right. Um, but what else is self-care like for you? I mean, it, it's a really interesting topic because it's very personal.
1: Yeah, no. Um, you know, again, get out, play golf, be honest with yourself about things you don't want to do, even if it's work-related yes. or family-related. Yes. And take a week where you say no to a lot of things. That's
0: a fantastic yeah. uh and,
1: I'm not going to do it. I'm going to say no. I'm not going to feel bad about it. Because when you're a good person, and I'm not having to go back, but I do believe I'm, I'm, I'm a decent person. Like right. if we're going, you know, if zero's the worst, ten's the best, I'll put myself in the better half of five. You right. know what I mean? And on, our, on, on my worst day, most selfish day, I still feel like I'm pretty giving, you know. And so say no to things this week. Say no to whatever you honestly, genuinely don't feel like doing. And um, and that's what self care is. I think that's. i think the the what's
0: the right word if it's an anecdote or not. That is that is one of the best explanations of self care I've heard. Mm-hmm. Honestly. And yeah. it's terrifically thoughtful.
1: Yep. Say no to I mean, things. did it just Honestly, come it off the top of your head, or no, are you no, no, no. aware I, of, like, I, I, how I, I'm you I'm do aware, self-care? Okay. I mean, I'll have a, I'll have a friend who's got some sort of birthday dinner or whatever, and I feel like I'm going simply because... You it's have a, to. It's a friend of mine, of and I course. have to go. Right. And, you know, if I'm in you a self-care wanna week... You yeah. don't want to go. I don't want to go. You have self-care just, I'm, weeks? I'm, oh, yeah. And I'll say to myself i 'm not going to go to this on Thursday and there's no other reason then I just don't I'd rather be home watching television ah.
0: and
1: I'll say so hey, then I you can't make it do you
0: anxious about the excuse because I do that
1: I I used to but I don't anymore so
0: what is your excuse
1: um, I'm not gonna be able to make it I don't just explain it. I don't explain why right and I used to do that but my wife actually told me which is ironic because she's kind of She's kind of the same way, but not in a self-care kind of way. It was sort of like, you know, in, a, in, in not a mean way, but just kind of in a, you know, I think she's probably just mastered what she imparted into me. It's like, you don't owe anyone an explanation. You can you can make it, or you can't. And if you can't, for whatever reason it is, I can't go. Sorry. Well, I, and I feel, I, feel, I, sorry. Right. I feel I'm sorry. Right. I am sorry. Right. I'd love to. And saying
0: you're sorry you know, is I'd probably pay, sufficient.
1: I'd, I'd love to pay for your dinner. I'd love to send you a cash app or whatever for your meal, but I'm not going to be able to make it. Hopefully, we can catch up next week, and I can take right. you out for lunch or something right. like that. And then, and, and then, don't think about it again, because what has happened it's to me genius. A, a, what has happened to me before is being disappointed before by people maybe not being there for you for the way that you were there for them. Of course. And so once I, in terms like once I processed it and said, you know what, if someone says no, even if they said yes but they don't show up, they're not. They're not crying about it. They're not overly worried about it the way that I am. So don't do that. Thanks. Don't do that for them. Be honest about it. Not to make it Can't do it. I uh, let them it with it is. And then leave it there. Leave
0: well, it there. I have so much. I, you could call it Jewish guilt or feminine blah blah blah. But like, it drives me crazy to cancel. But also, there are so many times that I wish I would. And then I do the worst combination, which is I cancel. And then I still feel guilty rather than elated. So I really have got to get (laughs) that under control.
1: What I've learned is if if, if it's the other way around and I don't want to go, I'm not looking forward to it. And they text me or call and say, hey, I have to cancel today and I feel great about it. Right. That means you're you. The wrong order has happened You probably should have Told them no first If you're this happy That they canceled Right You don't want to go I don't
0: know But then there's like I had lunch yesterday With someone Who has actually been On our podcast A while ago And I was not In the mood to go Right And then I went And you felt great And I always am happy That I went
1: Sure I mean
0: not always But Mm -hmm. rather often Mm -hmm. I'm happy that I made the effort Because again It's like the podcast We had last week Thank you so much 90% 90% of life is showing up And when you show up That's You true. do It It rejiggers your day I mean mm-hmm. we I think we collectively believe In what we're doing Which is that lunch makes you happy
1: You're listening to Lunch With Shelly It's almost a year Since we I know but it.
0: should we call it a year
1: uh, You know what It's almost been a year I guess I can first,
0: tell you exactly It was like was August, August 5th Or 7th or something Yeah Since yeah. we released
1: the um, Teaser Teaser it's been a great. It's been a great year. It's
0: been incredible. I've
1: met. I mean, through you, I've met so many incredible people. I have to you tell you, I'm so jealous
0: about people. all of the other endeavors that you have. But I really want to keep this fun for you because I. I I love having you part of this... I mean, not part of it, like, such a big part of it. So many people tell me how Mm -hmm. much they love you on this program. So my
1: wife, two weeks ago, was catching up on all the shows, and she's like, I didn't know you were such a big part of Shelley's show. (laughs) She was like... "Uh," And uh, so she was kind of laughing about that and thought it was was funny. (laughs) Oh,
0: good. Did she like it? Yeah,
1: yeah, she likes it. She loves it. Um, Because, again, I mean, she doesn't get a chance to get out, um, you know, and get lunch even during the middle of a work day, but... Um, you know, she, uh, I think she, we've, we've been to Milano maybe twice and she's been to Black Salt, you know, three or four times, but she gets to experience a lot of different things through, you know, through you. And she listens and puts a little note. Here's one we've got to try. Here's another one. Got, like, you know, the Bombay Club is one she wants to try to get
0: to. Oh, good. So, yeah. But she yeah. likes the banter, or the conversation. Yeah, 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 oh, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know.
1: So, you know, if you love the show, I'm going to do the clothes. As the producer, <laughs> okay. Hope you like the show. <laughs> Fascinating episode, getting to learn Shelley and learn myself more in our relationship and more about the podcast. And so, uh, subscribe, but not just subscribe, share it with your community, with people you know, with your family members, with those you work with, uh, and get out and have lunch when you go to Milano at voila. Bombay Club, Black Salt. You know you've heard a great golf it. course. Uh, yeah, a great golf course. Let them know that you heard about it. You know, especially if you're a member of a private club. <laughs> Let them know that you, you know, you've heard. You want us to podcast. come there. <laughs> well, then, yeah, and you want us to come there to to, to record and things like that. Um, and yeah, subscribe. Uh, and uh, yeah, you know, until then, uh, peace, love, and lunch. All
0: right, <laughs> that's very good.